Hey, Heidi. Hey, Julie. How are you? I am good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I like our later in the day recording because I took the opportunity to pour myself a glass of wine. So Ooh. I'm down with the evening recording. That is good. <laughs> no, I... um. I, I have no. That's a good idea. I probably will do it next time. I had yeah. a, mi- a migraine all day. Oh, yeah. And so I feel better finally. Um, I don't think wine would be a good idea though. No, no. Next time. I know. Next time. I'll yeah. drink for Although, you. Yeah. I, yeah. Please do. Please do. Although, honestly, this whole migraine business that I'm going through, uh-huh. I, I'm calling it a migraine because I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, and I never really get them, but I've definitely noticed since I moved. Uh, a way that I've get them more frequently. Really? Yeah, I huh. experience in them and figure out if they're associated like hormonally or not. Right, because it could be, be it trigger. could just be the timing, right? Coincidence right. that you happen to move with it. It could be like, is it a different altitude? Is it a different like? Who knows? Our bodies are so sensitive. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. And I think I also, you know, tried to quit coffee again this week. So I'm sure that's not helping, but it was, it was bad yesterday. And I went to bed like at eight o'clock when I got home from the doctor and I was like, I'm going to bed. And I did. Um, and then I woke up this morning and I couldn't like my eye was just like, Nope, we're not doing it. <laughs> we're <staying Yeah>. closed. <laughs> and the pain, I was just like, wow, this is incredible. Like, and again, I've only had it a few times, but it's been like this. And I'm like, this is not attention headache. Yeah. This is like back I don't the think eye I've all ever, the way back. All the way. I don't think I've ever had a migraine. I think I've had like bad headaches. But I've never like experienced that aura people talk about or like a sensitivity really to light. I mean, I've been like, I'm going to go lay down and close my eyes. But like, I don't think I've ever really had a migraine. Yeah, no, this, this, I couldn't, I couldn't look at the light. I stayed in my room for a little while. I had to keep my eyes pretty much closed. I got up at one point and went down to, to the base, uh, to the main floor and I, my couch and I just, I couldn't, I just was like, like my yeah. head was just. It was throbbing. It was it was just a sharp, sharp pain, and oh, and like I couldn't like I tried to go sit at my desk to do anything at work, and I was like, nope, can't even look at the screen. It feels like oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I couldn't even just. It's weird. It was weird. And then I put like heat, and heat seemed to, after a while, calm it down, and it's still and there in the back. Right, but, but you're feeling better. Yeah, like I'm able to I'm look at the computer screen. Better. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I just, I, you know, when I, when I answered you, like how I'm doing, I'm really not doing well. I, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that we, as Isn't humans, that what and, we all do, we all do that. Exactly. Okay. Right. No, no, I'm not. I mean, but I, it would be such a downer if I said, honey, everything's <laughs> no, miserable. Like you'd be like, great, let's not do this now. <laughs> oh, no, we're anyway. amongst friends. We're amongst friends. We can, yes. we can be our true selves. Our tens and tens of listeners. <laughs> tens of listeners. Speaking of potential friends, we have new neighbors. So the house next to where you used to live, they, it changed hands. Wait, a couple which direction? There. My, my left side or my right side? Um, the house on your, um, the red house. Oh, oh. Yeah. He sold. So they, they yeah. Sold. So he sold. Yeah. So they separated. They sold. They both went their own separate ways. So we have new neighbors there. 
And so we've had a lot of new neighbors, like you guys left, there's the new house next to us now this and it's like, all the people were like, I mean, they bought it from his parents. And so it, they've been there since like the 60s. It's just, yeah. you know, it's like turnover. So and I have gone out of my way to not get to know any of the new neighbors. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like they're all much younger than us. And yeah. in a different time, and I'm just like, there's no, like, just leave me alone. I just want to be in my garden. Just, I don't need, I don't need to talk to anyone. I mean, I'm not rude. Like I wave, yeah. but I haven't gone out of my way to like make friends with anyone. No, don't. And uh, so I, <laughs> Norm and I were like outside because we got the barn insulated. They like Ooh. did that spray insulation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were like moving things around. And I observed the new woman who lives in that house. I don't know if it's a couple. I don't know who else is there. I only saw her. But the first thing she did, so the closing was on Monday. Monday, there was no activity over there that I noticed. I mean, I wasn't really watching it like a hawk, but like it looked like the house was just dark that night. Mm. And then the next day she came and the first thing she did, the previous owners, you know, when you move, of course, there's like a huge pile of like bulk pickup out in front of your house. Which, you know, I already had gone through. Yeah. Everything I wanted, because you know I love some free shit on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing she did, she went through the pile and dragged a bunch of stuff back inside. And I was like, huh, she could be my friend. She might be friend material. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, interesting. (laughs) So she's still in observation mode for a few months. I will observe the situation before I put myself out there. But I was like, huh, okay, that's a good sign. (laughs) Yeah, no, that is a good sign. Um, And interesting. Wow, it's so interesting how much that block is It's changed. The whole block has changed. The whole block. I mean, there's like a couple of original families. But for the most part, it's like a whole new neighborhood. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, it's uh, getting to know your neighbors is overrated. <laughs> well, not. I, I feel like first of all, we were like we locked out. Like you guys moved in, kids the same age. I got along with you. Norm got along with Keith. Like that was perfect. Yeah, but I don't know that that's gonna like that's a risky thing. Yeah. Like usually it's gonna be like somebody who's always asking you for a favor or somebody who's always asking you to borrow something. Like it may go another way. Yeah. But it may not. Like, we may have already exhausted this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like like we had, if anything, we had reasons, right? We had little ones that it was good on the block that potentially the kids could play with. They had no idea because we could have, like, your, your kid eats right. his poop and we're like, no, stay away from him, you know? <laughs> or, you know, or whatever. I don't know. You know, or we just, whatever. They, they were different ages and it just wasn't going to work. You know, it could have been a number of things. But, um but I agree with you. I feel like you have to be careful. Like, I think even like I moved to a completely new neighborhood, obviously new state, but like none of us knew each other here. And there were a few people here before us. So they got to know each other because it was empty for a while where my house was built. So everyone else pretty much comes in new. And like what happens is, is like everybody's friendly at first and meeting each other. And then there's a shift. People yeah. Connect, right? Because if, if you have kids, you, can, you tend to connect with the people who have kids. If you don't have kids or you have older kids like us, like you connect with some of the older people, you know? Um, and it's not that I don't talk to the ki- people who have younger kids. It's just, I've been there, done that. I don't, right. I don't, we can hang out. I'm sure we'd have a lot of fun, but we're at a different life stage and right. I have more freedom than you. <laughs> so, yes. 
want to yeah. be working around your babysitting schedule. So no, I'm kidding. But yeah, you know, it's, yeah. Just, it's different and you're right. And, and if you're going to make an investment, like I have a really good friend on the block, um, worker now and, and I'm really excited. Like we're friends and she happens to be, you know, not uh, someone with kids. So we'll do things and hang out and we'll chit chat and it's great. And I'm really grateful. Yeah. But I don't need, I don't need. I know. And there's certain things like, you know, like, like we would often be on the patio. You, you guys would come over. We'd wind up having like a beer and hanging out. That was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But like, if I'm in my garden, which is like my sacred space, I don't necessarily want it to be like, oh, I see Heidi's outside. Let me go talk to her. You know, like, I don't want, that's my space where I don't want people to talk to me. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, it's like a tricky situation because you're so close. Like you're just, the proximity is close. You have to, I just feel like I will be neighborly. Like if I see something wrong at your house, if your kid is standing outside alone because the bus dropped them off and you seem to not be home, I will like make sure, you know, I will be a good neighbor, but I won't necessarily be a friendly neighbor. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to be the BFF. Right. right. Like if your dog gets out when you're not home and I notice it's running around the neighborhood and you're not home, I will do my best to catch it and put it back in your gate. Yeah. But like, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's all that honestly, at the minimum people should be expecting from each other. And if you hit it off otherwise and become friends Rely right, go then it's a vacation. different story, but right, good you're you. on a strict right. observation, and I, so far, I don't, I'm just saying, you went through your garbage, which I like, so I'm willing to continue yes. spying on you to see if we could be friends. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it's, it is, it, it is interesting, different life stages living on a block, you know, and yeah. the interactions with that, because even, and we had neighbors next to us that had young daughters that were a little bit older than mine, quite a little bit. Yeah. More older than mine. And, you know, once they moved away, you know, we definitely didn't, I mean, we didn't really talk to them that much when they were raising their girl and their kids went to college. And then like, we talked to them even less, you know? And, yeah. like, I, um, and so I, I, I just, we didn't have anything in common except we were neighbors. Right. We, and we yeah. shared deer, you know, <laughs> and a stream. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I think, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to get out of a little bit of the suburbia stuff anyway. So we'll see. Yeah. But interesting. Suburb- yeah, no key tabs. Like what other things you're going to look for to see if she's worthy? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good, so gardening, does she use Roundup? Because, you mm. know, the neighbor next to us, he may be a delightful man. I have no idea, but he sprays Roundup. So he's dead to me. That's done. <gasps> um you know, so these are the things, like, how does she care for her yard? Mm. Like, is it, you know, is it all hippy dippy? Then I'm in. Mm. Um, what else would it be? Oh, you know what I can stand, which I don't think that they would do. But if somebody, you know, when people first move into a place and they put sheets up as curtains. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Nope. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves in life. Because you can't look in. <laughs> No, because it's just disgusting. Like, I like get curtains or leave no curtains, but a sheet is not a curtain. Yeah. I not just even think the first night? You don't allow it? No, there is something about the look of that that drives me bananas. I'm like, I cannot. I cannot. That's, I, I would never. I would never. I would, I would never. I just would never do that. 
no, that's clear that I got it. You would never yeah. put a sheet up. I don't think never yeah. put a sheet up the curtain. Something about that drives me bananas. We just went so, out, I think. Right. Yeah. Which we is went fine. Out. Well, it was tough though, because I, I saw the biggest difference. I think I've mentioned this before. Like we are literally on top of each other. And when you're in a circle and the way the houses are turned, you just you are even more. Yeah. yeah. Well, not to each other's houses, I, but like it just the the, the corners are so close. So yeah, it just I take that back. I would give you a one week grace period. Like yeah. if you just move into your house and there's like a sheet up on the south side in a bedroom, I'll be like, okay, maybe they wanted to sleep in and they didn't want the sun in their eyes. I would give you a one week grace period. But you're right. You should be able to just go to the store that day or the next day and be like, I'm just going to get, even if it's temporary. I mean, we got like, right. like Target sells $10 curtains. Just yeah. go put something up, but have it be an actual curtain and not your stained sheets. Like nobody wants yeah. to see that. Yeah, no, no, um, no. Yeah. Not even stained sheets. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, was thinking a dark sheet that I could put up and, you know, you know, quickly not make any holes. Nope. And- I don't want to see your sheets. I don't want to see them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I did that, but I I think we just didn't stay. Yeah, no, none of yeah, no, we we went without for several weeks. It was rough because it was we got a lot of sun. We were one of the only houses up here on the hill. We were up on a hill, and it we got a lot of light. It was rough. yeah, and then six weeks later, which you know with COVID, I think things took a lot longer to get. So yeah, we could have bought temporary stuff, but we didn't want to put curtains up, so I didn't want to make the holes. So that was my but yeah. we didn't do anything. So we just sort of left it naked, which I did not. That was rough for me too. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. You're like Norm. I think it's like where you grew up. Like I grew up here, like more country, a bare window doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't, I don't even think about it. I don't need curtains. My husband, like he shuts the blinds at night. Yeah. And I think, too. yeah, I think it's like if you grow up in the city or like in a, you know, more urban area. Or maybe? with a mother who's very fearful of everything. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, literally, I couldn't sleep with my door closed for the longest time. And Keith was like, we're going to go through a training period. <laughs> and I'd be we're like, gonna, no, like, now. It cracked. Yeah. Like, you know, and now it's like closed. All the, if it's not closed, I'm mad. I'm like, close the freaking door, you know, and like, I don't nobody. No, but no, I, I'm okay with no windows. Like on my back of the house, I don't have any, not no windows. The back of my house, I don't have any um, curtains, sh- shades, anything. Like it faces my backyard. It also faces the woods, which would kind of freak me out, but I'm okay with it. Like, I just right. like, don't like people looking in my house. Yeah. Animals, I, know, I don't even think about robbers. it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. doesn't even occur to me. I'm like, you really want to look at this? this whatever's <laughs> going on over here? Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a peeper. Like I like when I roll over and I'm always like, well, let's look at people's houses. <laughs> that's so true I don't feel like it's peeping so like when I walk through the neighborhood like if I like go walk around the block I yeah. feel like if your feet continue to move it is not peeping yeah, I'm gonna move. right I'm not staring like I'm gonna go up to the right window. like I feel like one if you stop that's wrong if your feet continue to move I feel like you have carte blanche you can look into windows yeah oh, yeah 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 I agree yeah that's my that's my the line I've drawn so I allow, I allow myself to spy, but my feet have to continue to move. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I, I, we were so, you know what? I also just like Keith and I always have this conversation, like people purposely like, they have these big TVs. And so like you see them from like, it's I oh, know what yeah. you're watching tonight. Oh, you know, we've never, I've never seen anybody watching any porn. 
um, <laughs> or too, anything too questionable. But yeah, sometimes screens are so big that you're like, whoa, what is that light? Oh, that's somebody's television. Oh, they don't have, they have their curtains wide open. So they're inviting yeah. it. A hundred percent. And yeah. it's not that interesting. Like if you see that somebody's watching Jeopardy, like, okay, right? No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I understand it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's interesting. New neighbors. Wow. You've had a lot of new neighbors. That's interesting. Yeah. How was your, um, so there was the huge snowstorm since we last spoke. We got nothing. We got like two or three inches. How would you guys fare? Two feet of snow? No, you did not. That mm-hmm. <laughs> we just had the um, plow guy who does our road in our community came back today to do our sidewalks and he had to use a snowblower. It's still sitting here. It hasn't gone. Very little bit of it has melted. Oh. I think we were getting some rain in the next day or so, so and maybe more snow again, but it was a lot. I mean, we, we, we were going to go up to Vermont and we decided not to because we kept hearing the totals going up and up and up. And, and my kids would have been fine generally, I think. Right. But I just didn't feel comfortable. And plus there's a lot of snow to get through. So we stayed home and it just snowed all night, all day into the night again. Um, and we went out there and it was cold. So, and the Ooh, snow yeah. was like a dry snow. So it was not terrible to get rid of, but we had to go there a couple of times with the blower thankfully we had one we gave it to our neighbor to use because he his broke so it was like it, we were just there was a lot of us out there everybody was like shoveling and blowing the snow and all this stuff and um it's beautiful i mean i love it um but there's just a lot of <laughs> yeah two feet is that serious yeah two feet I, is serious keith and i had this whole debate about whether or not in our lifetime we've ever experienced this much snow in one setting like you know like a snowstorm yeah. And I think we both came up with like me one time on Long Island where we grew up back in the seventies or eighties, there might've been something close, but for me, this is pretty much the, the most snow I've ever seen come down in one, one sitting. Yeah. Two <laughs> feet is pretty serious. I've definitely seen where I remember the year I was pregnant with Jack, Jack was born in February and like, mm-hmm. and he was two weeks late and like two weeks before. So like, uh, like around his due date, we got like mm-hmm. three feet of snow. And like the city shut down, everything shut down because mm. I was like, this is clearly when I'm going to go into labor, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, we was, so we did fine. I mean, and we ended up, you know, we had a good time with it and it was fun and I, I love it. It's beautiful. It, yeah. Now you, you know, now you're sort of like, all right, go away. <laughs> Enough already. Yeah. yeah. It's fun when it's coming down. I did enjoy. We definitely, it snowed for a long time. But it was mm-hmm. like a very light snow and it was so cold that it was like powder. Like mm-hmm. I went out and did the, all the walkways with a broom. You know, I just mm-hmm. like brushed everything off. It was like nothing. Yeah. I know. No, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two Still, feet I, serious. I, I, yeah, and, and we're supposed we're... to like more is coming, but I don't think for us, I think more South, right? I don't, probably not for you guys either. I think we're supposed to get like rain. So I think we're going to get rain, but I think Vermont actually is going to get it this time. And that's where we're headed tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it'll be good right. for skiing, maybe. Maybe the boys will be happy. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be yeah. fine. It, we're all going and we're meeting up with some family members and stuff. And that's what they're going to go do is ski. So they're very excited that it's going to be snow and not ice. So, uh, good thing. But yeah, so I'm like, that's okay. We just, we're just going to go follow the snowstorms wherever they go. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. Yeah, so we all managed to not slip outside on the snow and ice, but my poor mother, 
she fell like ass over tea kettle all the way down her stairs. Is she okay? She is amazingly like it is a miracle. So it was my mother has an apartment in our house. So we happened to be over there. It was Tuesday night. And she had knit me some I gave her I like to give her projects keep her busy. I don't think she Mm. needs them. She's plenty busy on her own. But in my mind, she needs to keep busy. So I give Mm. her projects like sewing projects, knitting projects, and she does them. So she had finished a project for me. So we went over and it was beautiful. And my husband and her started drinking brandy. And we were all had a good time. It was a nice night. And so we go, we go back to our house and she stays in her apartment and I get ready for bed. And I hear like, I hear this huge commotion. Like I thought that like a tree branch hit the roof or Mm. something like it, to me, it sounded like something outside had like fallen. And I was like, oh, that sucks. We'll figure that out in the morning. But my husband was like, what was that? And I was like, don't know. (laughs) And he was he was like, all right, I'm going to investigate. <laughs> so he, you know, cause that's what he does. So he's like, well, he goes down into the basement. He went outside. He has a flashlight. He Never finally went over to, to my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she had fallen. So he, and he screams, he's like, Heidi, come. So I like run over there. Um, she had fallen all the way down her stairs. She had gotten to the top stair and just sort of she, like lost her balance. She was carrying her cat. So I think maybe like the cat, like maybe bolted or some like mm. something happened. It doesn't matter. She like just lost her balance and she was on the top step. And so she took a step back and that was it. So she like went all the way down. She was, and she's fine. Like, I cannot believe how fine she is. So she, we're actually, we laugh about it now because of course, like we find her, she's at the bottom of the stairs and we like take her time. I'm like touching her places. Can you feel this? Like, did you ever lose consciousness? I'm going through all the first aid stuff. I told Norm to call 911 because I'm like, we can't move her. Like, we need a guy with like a board and like a. Yeah, just to and be she sure. was like, no, no. She was like, don't call 911. And I was like, all right, like, we'll give it a few minutes. So she seems like, okay. I was like, do you want to see if you can get up? She was like, yes. So Norm and I like got like right behind her to really assist her up. She got up. We got her like on her feet. She was really dizzy when she woke, when she stood up after mm-hmm. that. So we like got her over to the couch, but she really like, we got her up into her bed. I spent the night over there. Like I slept on her couch just in case she needed something. She woke up around three 30, got out of bed on her own, like went to the bathroom. Like she was fine. Like she didn't break anything. She has some serious black and bluing. She's putting Arnica on it. We gave her Arnica, I put Arnica gel and then like homeopathic Arnica too, Arnica too like internally. Mm, mm. So the sweat, like even the bruising, she just really has one bruise that hasn't wow. gone away. Like That's it is amazing. amazing. It yeah, is amazing. I would break every bone. <laughs> I would, I know. Like, first of all, and then I was laughing. I called my older son today and we were talking about it because, okay, if I fell down the stairs, first of all, I would be a hot mess at the bottom. I would be like, nothing would be where it should be. I'd look totally broken. I would have peed my pants for sure. Mm. Like I would have been a mess. She, I think about it now. We like went over, she was laying at the bottom of the stairs. It looked like she laid down. She was on her back with her hands folded on her stomach. Her legs were like bent, her feet on the floor. It looked like she laid down 
And the first thing she said to me, she was like, I smashed my face on the stairs and my glasses went flying. She was like, I hope my glasses aren't broken. Her, I was like, don't worry, I'll find them. And if they're broken, it's not, don't even worry about that. Right. Her glasses were folded in perfect condition on the bottom step. Like she's got an angel or two there, man. <laughs> it was like amazing. It's, wow. It was amazing. So she's okay. I don't know how. I do not know how she is so okay. That is amazing. I, I, that's amazing. I can't sit at my desk at, at my home desk <laughs> at work without being in so much pain. And I, <laughs> like I she falls down and a whole she, flight of stairs. And she's fine. She's she went to work the next day. I was like, wow. I would never recover. <laughs> no, no, I would be, I, I would am. be like, I haven't, I want, I want body scans done. I, I would not believe I was fine. And everything for months I would attribute it to all. <laughs> nope. She's, I mean, she's a little sore and has some bruising. She's been going to the chiropractor. I'm like, it's a, it, it's a, she's 76. Wow. Like she should have broken something at least. Yeah. Nothing. Well, that's good. Totally Whatever fine. she's doing, is what, does she drink milk? What's going on? She does. She's always been a big milk drinker. Yeah. So maybe that's it. I don't know. My son was like, my mother's very religious and the rest of us are not. So my older son was like, oh, God damn it. He's like, does this mean there's something to that Jesus shit? <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> that kind of would be my head too. And I said angel, but I met, you know, in my head, yes. I was like, oh man, maybe her, maybe what she believes is working. I, listen, I'm, I'm open to it. Like something, something surrounded her. So something kept yeah. her safe. It's like she fell yeah. on pillows. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just gracefully, when we found her, really, I mean, she looked like she got down on the floor. And now that I'm thinking, I mean, in the moment, it was very, like, I was very worried about her. But now I tease her. I'm like, you didn't fall down the stairs. You laid down at the bottom of those stairs. You were in perfect condition. Yeah, you just banged the wall a couple of times yep, to make yep. us keep running. Right. You, could, you lost your glasses. That's how this started. <laughs> That's right. It was Come the brandy it. that you were drinking. Mm. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Well, well, that's great. I mean, I'm glad she's okay. Terrible she fell, but still, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she dodged a bullet for sure. Wow. Well, you know, like I wasn't kidding. I, I have all this back pain, right, from sitting at my desk. And I went to see a um a specialist. Um, I, I, I think sometimes I do a hypochondriac, which I'm not. I have legitimate reasons for going, but I don't, I'm the type of person that like my primary care doctor is only going to do so much. I go to specialists and thankfully I have the insurance where I don't really need a referral, but I had to get one for this one, which was annoying. So I had to go see my primary care and I explained to her like between my neck, you know, and where my shoulders are like in the back, upper back, like where it connects. Uh -huh. I have a lot of pain. All the muscles are super tight. I have so many knots. It's so painful what I do and I'm yogaing it up and I'm doing all this exercise and I did the chiropractor and I think I might've mentioned like he found some deterioration in my neck bones and was like, you know, did you have whiplash? And I was like, no, I didn't fall down on flight of stairs, <laughs> nothing, you know? So I'm like, I don't know where this is from. So I go see this um, orthopedic specialist and she is like, in and she's like, all right, she has a student with her, which, you know, she was like, are you okay with it? And if I, I'm coming ass. So I was like, sure. Fine, right. So whatever. you have to say, yeah. Yeah. So I said, yeah. So, and then she's like, okay, we'll do an exam. Like I explained what was going on and what I had done and what the chiropractor had said and blah, blah, blah. And it's not going away. And what do I do? And she's like, all right, well, the student did an exam, shout out a bunch of stuff to her, a couple of things she wasn't sure of. Then the doctor came over and was like, you know, touch me like in five places. And was like, nope, nope. Yep. Yep. You know, 
confirming and unconfirming whatever the student had said. So basically she to me like a chiropractor would. And then she was like, partly she couldn't do certain adjustments because I was so knotted up. And so she gave me a point injection. So more steroids, right? Right in the knots of the deep tissue knots, which mm-hmm. was really awkward. I, I've had a lot of awkward things happen to me in the last week and a half. So it was a really weird sensation pain, you know, of those needles going into your knots and you're like, holy crap. And you know, like you're sore for like two days. So I had to get like a heating pad, which I now love. Um, and then mm-hmm. she adjusted me some more like, yeah, you're really tight. Um, you know, your that deterioration is probably just, you know, normal, you're getting older kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And you have some family history, so you got to watch it, whatever. But, um, you know, then it's the usual, like lose weight and exercise. I'm like, well, I right. move. but honestly, I feel tremendously better. Oh, good. Yeah. So whatever, like whatever, like between the therapy I did at home and now I'm doing, you know, I'm back to like, I just, my movement's back and I'm like, I feel I, I'm doing yoga. I'm doing, I'm doing a lot more than I was even just beforehand. And, um, but boy, I'm like, and this is, and I think it's because I'm sitting at my desk all day. Yeah. And yeah. And if I'm, you're like I'm, me, I have like horrible posture. Like when my back went yeah. out last summer, I thought about it and it was like, I sit at my desk, like, first of all, I'm on, so I bend one leg up under me and then the other leg I put up on the chair so that my, like, Mm. knee is, like, up in my armpit Mm. and then I hunch over my key. That is how I sit. Who does that? Why? Like, that is not good for any part of my body. Yeah, no. That's going to And I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's like, that's how, and then, like, two Mm. hours in, I'm like, oh, I should be, like, I should undo this. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I sit cross-legged too. And I hunch closer to my computer all day and that's part of the problem. And so the curvature yeah. is gone. And so I'm working on it and I've been working on it, but it was, it was so bad that I couldn't, it didn't like, she even said it. She's like, if you would have gone back to the chiropractor, it wouldn't have mattered what he did because everything around your, 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 like whatever adjustments he's making are not holding because the tissues and the muscles around it are just all fucked up and yeah. need to be free of the knots so she's like you basically you know you really have to work on your posture and keep you know and and really so i i have been i mean and that's the difference is like i don't really get that pain now anymore it's like been only about four or five days but it's i'm you know when all of a sudden when you feel free of pain you're like i never want to go back so i'm not trying to avoid like the plague yeah oh totally it's very like pain is really it's it's awful it's it affects your whole psyche yeah. Well, I bought, um, so this, I think, I think one, in one of the episodes guy that does this massage, you know, medical massage stuff. And he told me yeah. about this, um, massage gun to buy. And oh, is it I like finally, the, the pulsating, like gun yes. thing? Yeah. Yeah. We have one of those. So this is the life pro sonic XL massage gun <laughs> with yep. 10 tip heads. Yeah. Yep. So we, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love I it. bought one the end of last year, we had like flexible spending account money mm-hmm. that we had to spend from norm's work and so i bought it was like i bought like the 300 dollars one because like we yeah. need it like we had to get rid of this money or we lost it so i was like i'm yeah. going all in and getting the good one i love that thing so much yeah. worth it worth yeah. every penny completely completely agree with you like we have used it almost every day and we do it on each other it's <laughs> my kid one of my sons walked in on me you know applying it to keith on his back and he's just like what what did you guys lock the door you know like <laughs> to see whatever new porn you guys are into 
you guys are good because we always I'm like Norm let's do the, the gun on each other right yeah. like, okay and he always does, he's like I, I'm like I want to go first and he's like okay and then I fall asleep I don't I think I've done him once <laughs> me, like, you, can't, you really you do need someone else to do it for you you're right like I oh yeah yeah, yeah no I yeah. uh <laughs> Well, and I also like I I did at that time when I did I haven't done it for him since I said he's done it for himself. I'm like really, but well, like honestly, he's got a problem. No, you gotta have someone else. I can't reach the spots. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, but it's amazing. It does feel amazing. And so I'm a good. I'm a big deep tissue. Like I know that's yeah. where my issues are. They're not at the surface, and I like it hard. It gets in there. It gets. It, you're like, oh wow. It gets yeah. in there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So it's an amazing thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. highly recommend. I will put a link in the show notes because it's amazing. And and yeah, yeah, I mean, and actually the one I got was um an expensive one, but it was like thirty dollars off. So it's like that was good. So happy about nice. that. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, I have one more. Purchase. I have one okay. more thing. So I finally got the shockwave therapy for my foot. Oh, and it's the weirdest feeling. It's weirder than the trigger point injections in my back. <laughs> It's, it's so this machine you really feel it at a wall no you do it's um it makes like a clicking sound and i so i with the doctor who's administering it like he shuts the door and it's a loud machine so it's like click, 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 click you know and it's like he moves it all over your foot and i'm laughing because i'm ticklish on my feet and so but it, oh. it's weird it doesn't hurt it really because it hits the nerves so it has this really weird gotcha. sensation. And so he keeps moving it around because that's how he, you know, activating all of the, mis- the the blood vessels and telling your brain to come down here and fix this area. So he moves it around and there are certain parts that it, I, it's like being electrocuted, like fully. Like it, it, it has this really weird jerks and you're just like, holy crap, what is that? You know, and really? so I kept jerking and he hour and I kept laughing and then I was like you know you should just record the audio of these sessions and you know because they're hysterical and he's like no one would ever want to do this if they heard them he's like and you're laughing is which is usually not the case usually people are cursing at me because it's (laughs) it hurts it's just a weird sensation that you've had before so and there's he does two different versions and I have to say I do my foot feels better three sessions and then we, we wait like a couple of weeks and then I come back and see if we need a fourth but um so far I mean it's only been 24 hours and so far like when I press on it which is when I used to get like if you press on my specific yeah. spots of my plantar fasciitis it would be so painful and now I'm like nope not not the same level so it's healing oh awesome yeah First it's really that's just to like really just break up all that inflammation and allow healing to happen yeah, new blood awesome. vessels. Yeah, new every like it's all just supposed to. It's a really interesting technology, and I it's it's a shame that that more more places aren't using it. We had a long conversation with him about it, but yeah, I'm like, where else can we put this? <laughs> right. I don't need it. Well, right I think now, that's. I mean, we it. have to look at stuff like that that has like minimal side effects. Like yeah, right. Those things should be the norm for sure. And they're not not even covered by insurance i'm paying out of pocket um but i'm like if, yeah. it, if it if it helps me avoid surgery which should be the goal then right. and it right and you would think prove, and yes 
and it's 80% effective. We have medicines that are 10% effective and yet we still use them, but 80% effective method and it's not widely used and it's not covered by insurance. I don't I know. I don't understand what we're doing. Like, yeah. Things that work that are, you know, like herbs, holistic therapy. I mean, when I, when my back was out, I finally went to, I went to an energy healer. It helped. Mm. Like it really sincerely helped. Like, she opened mm. up chakras and did, you know, like, it was amazing. Like I went in not, re- not really knowing if it would work, but a friend of mine was like, she fixed my shoulder. I'd never had pain again. I was like, well, I'll try it. It totally worked. Mm-hmm. You know, like we should yeah. really, yeah. I don't know why I would poo poo these things. I don't there. And I just, I feel like, so it's a good segue into kind of this thing I'm contemplating about my thyroid. So I have been, God, I have a lot of issues right now. But again, they're not, they're all these little things that add up to be a really frustrating way to live, you know, like ultimately like yeah. the foot thing and then back and then like it's, all, and even the doctors that I've seen, they're all like, yeah, it's all connected. It's all connected. Right. You're just, you know, and then the stress and anxiety contribute and make it worse. So finally I'm taking the things off and getting better, which I feel, I feel a lot better with migraine aside today. But um, I, my thyroid has been one of my, really interesting conundrums. I have probably one of the most man- well-managed thyroids on paper, yet I don't feel good. And, right. you know, all the symptoms that come with a low underactive, you know, thyroid, Hashimoto's autoimmune version, I have. And I've, I've seen a lot of doctors and a lot of doctors, endocrinologists are very traditional and they don't like to go above the recommendation. And they're not interested in finding what's optimal for you. They're just interested in what's optimal, like what's the range. And if you fall within that and you're not, you know, having the flip side of having too much medication, because that's what they really worry about. They don't want you to have um, side effects from having too much thyroid med in your system. So we can deal with losing your hair and gaining weight and general malaise. It's other things, you know, like I have to fix other parts of my life if I want to get rid of those, you know, those things want to better. But I continue to believe that that's not true. And I, a, a few years, actually, maybe like six, seven years ago, I found a functional medicine nutritionist who turned my life around. She completely helped me with um, not just my thyroid, but like a lot of things. Um, and I was like really fatigued and stressed. And she did a lot of um, herbs and analyzed my poop. And we did all these things and found all these things. And I got in the corner and I was much better. And I, you know, years later, she even helped me when I had my surgery for my esophagus issue. And um, so anyway, her, the, the woman who leads practice, which I don't even know if the nutritionist that I worked with is still with her, but she's offering, she's really big into the thyroid and she's in, you know, she does long, long like emails and I still get them about optimal thyroid. And she's educated me on quite a bit on, on kind of what I should be asking. And I've gone into doctor's office asking the questions that she's posed. And I get these really wonky answers of just like why they don't want to, you know, to yeah. my optimal, you know, and I, you know, I've pushed my doctors through my dose. Cause I'm like, I can handle it. And I always, I always end up with the same numbers. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you give me. I seem to be just like, I don't even know if I have it anymore. Right. Cause they just look at me like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. But if I know if I go off of it, I'm not fine. You know? So um, anyway, she's offering this course and this is where I'm like, I, I want to be careful, but I'm like, I trust what the people in her practice had done for me years ago. And I agree with what she's saying. And so she's offering course where you really dive deep into your particular thyroid issue. You know, she'll have some information 
based on what you have. And you can come to the tables with as much information as you already know about your thyroid and your problems. And she'll also offer like consultative sessions as part of this package. Mm -hmm. And then she'll give you like recommendations around like what I should be eating and just like my lifestyle and like really trying to get the cause that's what she's interested in and like what is the underlying why do you have this in the first place what is causing it and and that's a little controversial you know some people don't believe some of the functional medicine beliefs around this stuff it's like six hundred dollars and I'm just like do you know and I'm frustrated because like maybe I keep looking for answers that aren't really there ever gonna get or you know and like is this just another one of those I, I'm just going to spend the knowledge and put supposedly feel better and maybe I really won't and it's a waste and I can't I can't decide and I have to decide because it's going to be over this week. <laughs> I my personal thought is if you have the money like if it doesn't strap you anywhere else because six hundred dollars is not like you know it's a substantial chunk of money. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever a downside to investing time or money into like self-exploration and figuring out things about yourself. I mean, that's like why we're here. And it's like your quality of life and your health. Like there's really nothing more important. And I think that like doing those things that are like full of self-discovery are really beneficial. Like you may walk away with it not agreeing with anything she has to tell you, but you're definitely going to walk away with it with a deeper understanding of your body and that's kind of worth it yeah I I think so too and I feel like some of the stuff like I said like I already fairly know and but it's this you know like she goes deep into the kind of of thyroid that I have talks about diet and balancing hormones and the body and, and all this type of stuff and I've done again I've done some of this work um through her own practice so kind of me part of me is like I don't want to have to do all this stuff over again because I kind of generally know some of this but yeah. it's, I've been I've been looking for a functional medicine doctor in the area and it's been hard there's just yeah it's, I believe in a lot like they're they're about getting to the root cause and looking for ways to they're not yeah. trying to trump the medical ex- establishment they're trying to complement it right and be preventative and also understand yeah. like, doctors treat symptoms functional medicine doctors try to look at the cause before you get right. to the symptoms right yeah, I think functional medicine, I it, it's so annoying to me that it is not covered under insurance because there are a few, one person in particular that I work with at work who is on psychiatric medications and has a lot of side effects from that, which many people do and really would like to see a functional medicine doctor not to come off his psychic, you know, he appreciates his psychiatric medicines. They're really important to him. They're part of his recovery. They're a big piece, but he would like to know what he could be doing nutrition-wise, supplement-wise, vitamin-wise, self-care-wise to minimize his side effects, to support his body from further damage from it. Like, it just makes so much sense that like, yes, I need this medication for my you know, I need this medication to remain stable. That's fine. But why would we not also want to support him in the best health while he takes that medication and yeah. insurance won't pay for it and he can't afford to go see it on his own. And it's so sad. It's it, really sad. It is. It is. And I, and I, and I'm, again, I don't, I don't like, don't go chasing things down just for the hell of it. I just, I think there's limitations to, certain doctors, a was at least willing to push 
the dose of my medicine because she knew I wasn't hundred percent. And I just kept looking at her like, why does it every six months I show up here and the weight goes up and you can say it's my job and stress and inflammation. And I, I don't disagree with you. I'm sure it's a huge contributor, but then I work out and I, I can barely lose a pound. Right. And then, you know, so, and then now they're saying, well, now it's your age, right? You're getting older. Right. And I'm like, so, but like five years ago, that wasn't the issue. Now it is. I'm sorry. I, I, I just like, this has got, it's gotta be better than this. And I feel like to your point, part of me feels like I'm not, I'm not saying she's going to cure me by any means. I'm never going to cured of this, but it's gotta, I gotta feel better than this. I'm, I'm approaching yeah. 50 and I don't want to feel like this in my fifties. I don't want to feel all this shit. <laughs> Basically, I just, you know, I'm just like, it shouldn't be this hard. I don't. Yeah. So, all right. And it's, a, and it's a lot of our lifestyle, which is why I'm, I've made the decision that I'm definitely, I'm leaving my job. I don't know right away. Like I don't, but I'm definitely leaving. And I actually, I was going to, so we were supposed to podcast two days ago and I was like, good. Cause I want to ask Julie questions about my resignation letter and how to do it and all of that. But in the meantime, today I actually spoke to my boss and let her know what was going on. Okay. Um, and it was actually a really positive conversation. Like it really was, you know, I let her know that uh, like, I'm not happy, you know, and I, and it, it's really nothing that we can do to change the situation. It's that I am just, I, I cannot work in this capacity anymore. Like it's, a very stressful, emotional job. I've absorbed a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And just for my own health and well-being, I cannot, I can't do this anymore. And she was very understanding. But I also didn't actually quit. Like it kind she was like, well, you know, she basically, you know, she doesn't want me to leave. She wants me to stay. And she thinks that I'm very good at what I do. And I am good at what I do. I just can't continue to do it um and so I I guess where we landed is that I'm gonna shift the focus of what I'm doing instead of like growing the programs that I supervise I'm really just gonna shift to finding uh volunteers and teaching other people to know what to do with what I do and maybe they will hire someone that I would, you know, I offered, I said, listen, if you, I would go down in hours a week for a certain amount of time. Um, if you want to hire someone part-time and I will work with that person to train them to do my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll do that. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I was going to, before I had this conversation with her, I was just going to write, a resignation letter that said, I'm, I'm giving two weeks notice. However, I will every any speaking engagement or class that I have already on the calendar, I will, I will do like, mm-hmm. I, I will do those things at my like, if you take my salary, and we figure out my hourly rate, I will do those things at my hourly rate. Mm-hmm. And if you need me to help in any other way, we can discuss me coming in as a consultant. But now I think I've kind of taken that off the table and that I've kind of offered these other things. Um, no. So I don't really know. <laughs> no. But I, 
I mean, but but I think so. I think the 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 concern I have with with the way you broached it a little bit is just the timeline, right? Because it could be never ending, and they could continue to. Yeah, I know. They'll take advantage. So I do think you should follow it up with something in writing that says, you know, I I, you know, appreciate the conversation we had. Um, I'm, I'm writing to inform you of my decision to leave, if that's what you really end up doing, and then you give them the parameters with finite endings. And that, frankly, if you were to give two weeks notice, you know, you'd have to find, you know, they would want to try to find someone to, to so that you could train anyway in this time frame. So just, this just yeah. kind of gives them a, the, it'll, you give them the time frame in which they need to do that. So now she's gotten a heads up. So maybe, you know, maybe she's next gotten week. a heads up, which I feel good about. Yeah. And I, it's, it's actually, it's relieved a lot of guilt because I was having, well, I was having a lot of stress about even having the initial conversation or sure. sending in a letter, like just that initial reaction is a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And so now that's over so that I feel better about that. And I also said to, because like, I gotta be honest today, I didn't do a whole hell of a lot. Um, <laughs> but I said to her, I was like, listen, you know, you know where I'm headed. I really, I, I have a lot of passion about this organization. They do good things mm-hmm. and I don't want to leave them high and dry in any way. But I also said to her, like, listen, I'll stay on, you know, we'll have more conversations about how this is going to pan out. And I think it is true that I do need to give them a timeline because the person who had the job before me, she wanted to retire. And they were like, please stay on till we find your replacement. Mm. She stayed on for two additional years. No. And they hired me five months after she finally retired. Mm. So, you know, things are not... It's not lightning speed over there. Mm-hmm. So I do agree that I have to put an end date on it. But I also said to her, like, listen, I am prepared to walk away. So if an opportunity for someone comes up for you, or if something happens that like, you need me to step down to take advantage of that, please don't hesitate to tell me that. Right. Because I'm ready to walk away. So I kind of also feel like I have no, I have no guilt about this situation anymore. Yeah, like, that's good. you know, I'm willing to try to help you transition. I'm willing to step down. And in the meantime, I will do what I can. And I'm not going to turn down the paycheck while we figure it out. Yeah. Because I need a new computer. My yeah. computer died. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said that. Yes. Um... Yeah. So that's kind of where I stand. It's like, I'm feeling, um, I'm just feeling like there is something else I'm supposed to be doing and I need to pursue it. Yes. And you do. And that's good for you. And I think, so I think what I would do as an exercise is write down. So forget about the formal, I'm leaving notification email, because that's pretty straightforward. I would just write down for yourself between now and the next three or four weeks, like if you were to give her a formal notification, like what are you willing to do and put it in writing, give it finite time. So let's just say you want to stay through the end of February and then give her notice. So that way you've given her ample time to follow up on what you said you would do and that if she got the clue, she should be looking for someone. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you were pretty clear as far as I'm concerned. And so I think you can give her a little bit of time to do that. And then you get your paycheck and you do what you got to do. And then you get ready to get out of there. But then you give her the formal two weeks, but you've given her time. And I think don't be shy about reminding them that you're looking to leave, that you're going yeah. to be leaving. And that, you know, maybe you can be, find a way to be proactive to say, 
hey, this is a really good volunteer. You may want to, you know, she may be somebody we want to train to take over my responsibility. Yeah. Like that will be like subtle reminders. But I think you just have to figure out for yourself when's the real cutoff here? Because it, to your point, yeah. it could, you don't want it to be two years. But if no. financially, I feel like my real, say, my hard cutoff is sometime in April. Like right. by sometime in April, I want to be wrapped up. Which I feel like is a reasonable, I mean, it's, I gave this on, you know, I started this conversation on February 2nd. If I agreed to stay till the end of April, I think that like, I think I've done my due diligence in, yeah, you know, uh, but, but allowing no, them time. There's no harm in putting that in writing. Yeah. And this is the, you know, say like, and the reason being is that you wanted to follow through on the remaining commitments you have up until that point. And then certainly, right, you can negotiate with them after the fact on anything else that you might need. They That's might actually, need you for. I hadn't thought of that. So you, cause it, in my mind, like when you give resignation, it's always like, you know, it's eminent, but yeah. I guess I could say like, I am planning to leave, you know, whatever, mid April. I guess yeah. I could put that in writing now. The Germans do it that way. Lots of European countries do it that way. They, I mean, a lot of them do not, they make their notification and it takes like a good three to six months before they actually leave the job. And the whole okay. entire time they're, they're working to do transitions. That's the whole point. And that would be the point of your, of your letter, right? Of resignation to say the reason I'm, I'm, extend, I'm recommending that we extend my time is that I'm willing to give you this time to, I can train someone. I don't want to leave you high and dry. I mean, it's an, an incredible yeah. great thing that, for you to do. That actually, I don't know, for some reason that wasn't on my radar, but I think you're absolutely right that I should put it, I should put it in writing for my own well-being so that this yeah. actually happens because I can mm -hmm. see, I can see already like getting roped into one more event, getting roped yes. into one more. Yes, it so, won't end. And make and sure that when end. you, when you give them a date, make sure you book something for yourself. You'd be like, no, I can't stay past that date because that's right, right after my husband and I are going away. Right. Right. I like that. I think I may do that. Like pick a date in April. And I like the April date because here's the thing, and I will help them plan it. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. And it's always a crazy month with lots of events. We're starting to plan it now. I do not want to be part of it. Like, I just mm -hmm. don't, I cannot do, like, I just can't do another round of big events. I just can't. Like, I just mm -hmm. don't have it in me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think, I think staying on to help them prep for all of that would be fine. Because honestly, like, I know a lot of the contacts off the top of my head. I know a lot of the, oh, we have to call for a permit for that. Uh, we have, you know, like, I know a lot of that stuff off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. And so it, it would be beneficial for me to be around so that someone else sees what I do. Yeah. And you, you can document it and you can get the execution. Like I just don't. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, and I think, I think that's where I think this is why I would do the, do the exercise for yourself of what these next three months look like for you and what you're willing to give them kind of work. And then I would not give them that level of detail, but I would summarize, these are my commitments to you. And as a result, you, you know, you are comfortable keeping me on until April. It's beneficial for right. me. You don't have to go into all the reasons why financial or anything else. You can just say, this is just what would work for me. And I want to give, you know, this organization means a lot to me and the services you provide. You can fluff it up. Right. Cause it's true. Yeah. And, and it's true. Just, and I definitely yeah. want to walk away with no hard feelings. I walked away with one job once and like, not that it was bad, but like, I remember I always 
saw my old boss who I actually still get along with and I talk to once in a while, but I saw her, I would see her in ShopRite all the time mm-hmm. and I would like hide because it was just like, there was a little bit of awkwardness there when, after I left, mm-hmm. I don't want any of that. Like, I just don't want any awkwardness. I want to like leave on terms that are like, just no one has anything to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and if, again, I, I, yeah, I think you are in the, if, if you're not in a rush to go and there isn't something else right now, and even if something did pop up in between now and then, first of all, it's going to go fast. It always does. Yeah. Um, but even if something else popped up, you, you can say that to them, look, I found another opportunity and I need to end, I mean, you, you know, you're giving them enough time as it is. Yeah. But I do think you need to, to, to be explicit. To put it in, yeah. yeah. And if I think you're, you're not right, comfortable because... with it, then say, and you can maybe even say this in the letter, ultimately, that if they're not comfortable with it, that you're happy then to give your formal two weeks and you can come back as a consultant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I was talking to another friend about this and she was like, well, I guess worst case scenario, what if you talk to them about this and they're like, fine, today's your last day. Right. Or like they get mad and they're like, forget it. And I was like, honestly, I'd be relieved. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like that. I mean, I wouldn't want those feelings. And that animosity, like I, but I'd be like, don't threaten me with a good time. Like, right. fantastic. Right. right. Yeah. I'm doing you the favor. I mean, and, and listen, that, I mean, you know, I know we're having this live conversation about like what you could, I mean, the other flip side is you can say, I'm giving you my formal two weeks, but you can hire me as a consultant. And I'd be able to finish through the following projects. Right. Until completion at the, you know, at the end of April. I mean, you know, there's, there's, I think a couple of ways you could run it, but I don't, I don't, I think the most important thing is to give yourself the date. Yeah. With clarity on what you would, you know, you would be doing for them so that it's very clear on both sides and that's what you're working towards. And there's no, to your point, it gives you that freedom in, in, in the office to be able to just tell people, Hey, I am, I'm leaving at the end of April and, or whatever, April, whatever. And I'm, I'm going to train people in the meantime, I'm going to write down all my notes, give you all the tips and tricks. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I do like that. I think you're right. I do need an end date because even at the end of our conversation today, we have a, a um, revenue committee meeting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I am a big part of that of like, you know, new things come up and I'm, I help with planning and execution for these things. And I already am thinking like, okay, I've said this to my boss, but I don't know that she's necessarily going to relay it because it's again, not in concrete. Like it was just like a really nice conversation that we had but I don't think that she's going to tell anyone necessarily about it. Mm-hmm. And so how is that meeting going to go where like, it's almost like, how can I sit in that meeting? I either have to say something. Otherwise we're planning out our, you know, fundraising stuff for the all of 2022. Like I have to be, there has to be some end date there for me. Otherwise it's disingenuous for me to sit there. Like I'm going to be doing our all October that. fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think you need it on record. Yeah. And you could also just. I knew you'd have good advice. (laughs) And you could also, I mean, the other flip side is you could also say, I I won't take another, you know, opportunity during this time because it's a long goodbye. Right. You know, and you're doing them an incredible. But I would, there's that one opportunity that I talked about last week with that, you know, that herbal opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, which honestly, if that got back to me, which they still haven't, but the health problems that, that, you know, the, the woman who owns that organization has a daughter who had some significant Hmm. 
significant health problems as a result of an accident. Mm. Um, and so they're still kind of in the midst of that. So normally I submitted that, that application three weeks ago. So normally if I hadn't heard back now, I'd be like, it's a no go. But in this case, I think they really just haven't moved forward because they're dealing with all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So if they came back to me, that I, I honestly would leave for. So I don't want to tell them that I'm not leaving because okay. that's yeah. just not true. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I would, I sincerely will try. And I think to your point, like, even if that job did come through, it's going to be a series of three interviews and I'll start in two weeks. I mean, we're looking at like, even if they called tomorrow, we're probably looking at like five weeks before I would start anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still giving them plenty of time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I think, right. Just put it in writing. And then if you end up having to leave earlier, then you just revise and say, I'm leaving earlier than and I've given you more than two weeks. So it's right. You know, so it's it. a wash. There should be no hard feelings there. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be conventional. I, I think we have to throw that out the window. I read an article about that. Like the two weeks thing is whatever. Some companies want you out the door that day and others are like, yeah, I'll take it for six months. Like I said, like yeah. Europe countries, they, they do it way differently than we do. I don't know what two weeks does. <laughs> I know two weeks really does nothing. It just seems to be the standard. Yeah. And when, but when you work for an agency that's so small yeah, and that's so driven by yeah. like a passionate cause, you just really, you know, everyone's already strapped. Everyone yeah. is there because they have their own issues within the realm of this cause. Yep. And like, you just feel like an ass adding to any of that. Yeah. 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 No, agreed. Agreed. All good stuff. All right. I need yeah. to uh, go and rest my head. Oh, is your headache back? It's, it does. It hasn't really gone away. I just, I'm just tired. It just, it does take a lot yeah. out of you. I mean, it does. I can't imagine I hear, having yeah. this all the time. No. Yeah. Well, um, I hope you feel better. Thank you. And uh, we'll next week. Yes. All right. Take care. All right. Bye.